Glenn McGrath is, of course, a part of our team. We, we love having him in action uh, once the uh, the series gets to Melbourne and to Sydney, and he can join you on Summer Grandstand. Uh, Glenn, welcome. Thanks, as always, for your time. No worries. Great to be here. Thanks. It's an interesting time of year with the, the T20 series taking place in India. A lot of the Australian Test players uh, in preparation mode and the, the one-day players quickly made their return. I'm guessing it's not by design, but it's the demand of current landscape that so much cricket is taking place. Are you a fan of it or would you like to see more designated windows to try and make sure the best players are available if they want to play in all three formats? Oh, it'd be nice to have all, more sort of designated windows, but that's a nature of the beast these days with uh, with that sort of... Uh, you know the chunk being cut out for the IPL everything else is is squeezed in around it so unfortunately that's the way it is um you know the days when you know you wanted to play all three formats uh, consistently I think uh, nearly a thing of the past because there's so many different tournaments on there's so much cricket back to back and you know test series uh, from a, an Australian perspective is still the ultimate so we still want to you know field our best team there so yeah few things to sort of try to work out, but that's uh, that's life at the moment. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, the Australians uh, winning a sixth one-day World Cup. It was an incredible tournament from where they started losing their opening two games and some of the drop catches when they took on South Africa. As it would turn out, a few of the sides they played right at the outset ended up being the best sides throughout the tournament. Where does it sit in terms of the, the achievements of uh, the Australian side in recent years, what they were able to do in India? Well, I think it's right up there. There's no doubt about that. Like you said, they started pretty poorly. I was uh, I was watching, and after those first two games, I thought this tournament's over. They're done because it wasn't. They didn't just get beaten. They well and truly got beaten those first two, and I thought, oh, we're no chance. And then when England got beaten um, by Afghanistan and South Africa got beaten by the Netherlands, I thought it's just opened the door a little bit for the Australians to come back in and. And then each game they played better and better and just peaked for the final. You know, they, they were impressive in the final and the way they sort of led into into the final. So, uh, yeah, right up there considering the position they're in um, after the second game and the way India played the whole series. You know, they dominated every game, but uh, the Aussies got them right at the, the final. It's such a long tournament, as you would know. It goes on for a long time and nine matches that take place. So there is the opportunity to build momentum throughout the campaign. There were some great individual efforts, but some also crucial decisions as well. Glenn Maxwell and, and his form. And, and what did you make of the decision to go with Josh Inglis over Alex Carey? And I suppose it now poses the question, is is Alex Carey still our, our number one keeper in all three formats? Yeah, no, there's a lot sort of uh, on the table at the moment. And I just think the, the way the Australians sort of prepared and led into it and, um, yeah, they just got better and better every game. And it is a long tournament, there's no doubt about that. But uh, it gives you time to reflect what worked, what didn't, sort of start putting things in place. And, you know, Glenn Maxwell, he's always promised a lot um, and delivered every now and then. But he seemed to be more consistent this series, which I like. I like to see him give himself time to get into his innings and then go hard and, you know, that that 200 against uh, Afghanistan when Australia were in some serious trouble was uh, was outstanding, um, and then a few other performances. You know, Travis had in the final, so you know Australia's got a lot to be happy for. Um, and yeah, you know, you never really guaranteed your spot in the team, and you know, um, you know, Josh Inglis coming in, um, sort of doing well. Yeah, a bit of competitive, uh, you know. Positions for spots, I think, is always uh, always healthy. 
He continued his form, Glenn Maxwell, on that that fourth, uh, that third T20 match where he was able to smash 22 off the, the final four deliveries to win the match for Australia, his fourth T20 century. Of course, there's always references around his test appearances. He's only played the, the seven test matches for Australia, and, and there is a, a test tour taking place in Sri Lanka and in 2025. There's a lot of water to go under the bridge since then. But do you feel like he's a little bit unlucky that he hasn't been able to play more red ball cricket, or has that just been the strength of the Australian side in your eyes? Oh, it's probably a little bit the strength in the, of the Australian team at the moment. Um, and Australian selectors, and they always talk about horses for courses. And once you get sort of earmarked or pigeonholed for a certain um, type of cricket, it's, it's sometimes hard to to get out of that. And um, yeah, Max, he, he's just a he's a class player, isn't he? He's just he's got the X factor. He can do anything. Um, but yeah, you just want to be a little bit more consistent. Test level to see him performance at test level would be uh, would be brilliant. So ultimately, it's up to him what he wants. Uh, but his game and the way he goes about it definitely suited to the shorter version. I guess we've seen with Mitch Marsh in, in the Ashes that if he can get on uh, red-hot form and, and be able to deliver, then it can be pretty hard to try and tip you out of the Australian side. Glenn McGrath is with you on Summer Grandstand on ABC Radio, ABC Sport Digital and via the ABC Listen app. What about Pat Cummins' legacy and his ability to lead this uh, Australian side to a, a World Cup in India? Uh, I guess it further enhances the, the credentials of bowlers to be captains. Oh, yeah, no, it's uh, the first bowler is always the most intelligent in the team. I think that always <laughs> went without saying. That. But, uh, no, it's I always, I think I've sort of said it in the past that, you know, when you're, when you're bowling, you want to give 100% of your focus on your bowling. And if, when you're captain, you have to think about sort of who's bowling next, where the game's, all this other stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's, I, I, I like the way they did it. Originally, they said, uh, you know, when he's bowling, he'll hand the captaincy over to someone else, whether it's Steve Smith or, or have you, just for those uh, overseas, he can focus 100%. Whereas a batsman, they can focus 100% when they're batting and then we're in the field. You know, you might as well give them something to do, so give them the captaincy. But uh, no, it's, um, I think Pat's done a great job. There's no doubt about that. I think leading into that World Cup final, the way they prepared and realised how dewy and how wet that ground was going to get in the second innings. Um, all those little factors go into uh, making you good decisions, making good captains. So um, yeah, no, he's done well. He's you know he's, he's shown that he can lead from the front with the ball and uh, with the, the captain's hat on as well. Glenn McGrath with you on ABC Sports. So as we look forward, Glenn, to the, the upcoming summer of cricket, uh, Pakistan and the West Indies. So three tests against Pakistan, uh, two tests against the West Indies. It's a slightly later summer with those matches uh, between Australia and the West Indies. The big question marks has been around David Warner and, and his future. He's announced that he would like to finish his test career uh, once the uh, the series wraps up against Pakistan in Sydney. Uh, we're awaiting for the, the squad to be announced, we, we think, tomorrow. Do you think David Warner should get a, a send-off? Should he be able to dictate when he wants to finish up his test career? Um, uh, it's always interesting. I know when I decided to retire and, and Warney at the same time, and even JL, um, you know, we announced our retirements once the series was, uh, was in the bag. Um, but, you know, He's played over 100 test matches, so he's been a, a quality player for Australia for a long, long time. You don't play 100 tests if, you, if you're not good enough. So you know, I think players that, of that calibre, they do deserve uh, to go out on their own terms as long as they're still performing. And so, uh, you know, it's up to up to Davey. I think um, I can't see him being left out of the squad. Uh, and then it's up to him in the first few tests if he goes out and performs and uh, 
he'll definitely be there for that uh, the final test in Brizzy. Given you experienced that with your send off, um, did did you enjoy all the attention? Did you like the chance to be able to to announce it on your your terms? I guess the interesting one for for Davy Warner is that there's probably a likelihood he'll continue to play T Twenty cricket, maybe even one day cricket and and franchise cricket. So it's merely Test cricket that we won't probably see him in. Yeah, ex- exactly right. So it's um, uh, it's just that the game was different back then. There wasn't you know, IPL wasn't around and all these other sort of T20 franchises. So it was a little bit different. And when we announced our retirement, I remember sitting with uh, with Warney in our team room over in Perth and we're discussing, you know, we let each other know what we're doing and how we're going to go about doing it. But um, we could come up with a plan and, and sort of the way we needed to win in Perth and the way Gilly smashed that incredible 100, set the game up for us. And uh, we could come out and make our announcement. Melbourne test was absolutely amazing. You know, 96, 7, 8,000 people. Warnie took his 700th wicket. Um, and then to go to Sydney in my final, uh, or my home test match, and, and JL, Justin Langer decided to hang the boots up as well, was absolutely incredible. And, you know, it doesn't get any better than that, I think. But to beat England 5 0, uh, to hang the boots up alongside a couple of really close mates. Um, a lot of amazing memories there. So, yeah, it, it is a special time uh, when you decide to retire. And if you can go out on your own terms, it's even better. Steve War, of course, also had a famous send-off as well. So when David Warner isn't available in the series against the, the West Indies, what's your personal view in terms of the next generation? We were sort of led to believe that the PM's 11 against Pakistan could be a bat-off between sort of Cam Bancroft, Matt Renshaw, Marcus Harris. And then more recently, there's been the, the speculation that maybe they could look to, to shuffle the order and potentially look at someone like Travis Head who might be able to open the batting or even try and make sure that the Cameron Green's still in the, the squad and uh, to try and maybe give him an opportunity to open. What what direction would you be looking to go? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I know they've used Travis Head in the shorter versions um, up the top of the order. Um, and yeah, maybe that's the way to go. I look back to Justin Langer was a, a sort of middle order, the number three sort of middle order batsman, ended up being a, a, you know, quite a incredible sort of opening batsman when he had the opportunity. So, yeah, that... Yeah, the opportunity's there. There's no doubt about it. You know, the, the shield cricket's going on at the moment. Uh, it's a you know, real, you know, it's a great time to be an opening batsman to put your hand up there and, and start scoring some runs. Uh, who knows? You could find yourself, you know, putting on the baggy green playing for Australia. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see which way the selectors go. And from a bowling point of view, I mean, it's been a, a dominant era with uh, Mitchell Stark and Pat Cummins and Josh Hazelwood. Scott Boland's been the one who has had opportunities in recent years. You probably can't see that changing too much for this summer. But in terms of the motivation, given maybe Pakistan and, and the West Indies might not pro- provide as much of a challenge as what we've seen against the likes of India and England, do you think um, the selectors will keep that in the back of their mind to try and make sure the players stay fresh? Or do you imagine that the fast bowlers will be keen to play every game they can? I'd like to think the fast bowlers are keen to play every game they can. You know, test cricket is special and, and to miss a test match, you know, because you're being rested, you know, is tough. But if it's your own your own choice, oh, no, I won't play this series or I'll only play a couple of games, you know, it's just, it, it does my head in. But um, I think that Australia will come out with their, you know, their, you know, their three-pronged fast bowlers uh, attacking, you know, in Hosewood, Cummins and Stark, Nathan Lyon, We'll be keen to get back in the mix. Todd Murphy sort of did well in, uh, you know, in the chances he got over in uh, over in the UK. So, 
yeah, it's. Uh, I think Australia will go in with their best team. Fingers crossed that Pakistan can turn up and play some really good cricket. Sometimes, you know, you're a little bit not sure what you're going to get from Pakistan. You know, they they can be play absolutely brilliantly or can be you know, struggle a little bit. So, you know, three tests against them and then the West Indies. So it was disappointing not to see the West Indies in the one-day World Cup. Um, they'd be hurting from that, uh, and hopefully they can come out you know, and play some good cricket this summer. And traditionally, we've judged the, the best players in the world as to how they are able to adapt in Australian conditions, whether it's Joe Root or Virat Kohli, and Baba Azam is very much in that conversation. He's no longer the captain of Pakistan. So what do you expect from, from Pakistan in terms of trying to be competitive in Australian conditions? Yeah, no, they've got some quality players, and Baba Azam, you know, he's up there with you know some of the best batsmen in the world currently, and uh, they've got a got a pretty decent you know bowling attack, you know, Shahina. Uh, Afridi, his quality fast bowler, has some Ali. So they've got some, you know, they've got the bowlers, uh, and they've got some experience in uh, in the in their team. So really, it's up to them. I know Matty Hayden's done a bit of work with them in the past, and Haynes is, uh, you know, always keen to give them a wrap and um, you know just their attitude and the way they go about things. So fingers crossed they come out and and play some really good cricket and competitive with Australia. Glenn, always great to catch up. Uh, what's the what's the winter been like for you? Um, have you been able to spend a bit of quality time with the family? Um, I spent a fair bit of time in the UK. Yeah, uh, obviously the Ashes was yeah. on. I was over there doing a little bit of commentary, um, you know, with our, our friends over at BBC, which was uh, was good fun. Um, a couple of stints in India doing a little bit of coaching, but a little bit of time at home. Not not a huge amount, but uh, yeah, I love any bit of time I get at home here. Where we're up on uh, top of the sunny coast. Now, I've been up here for just over two years and, uh, yeah, a bit of acreage, a bit of space and absolutely loving it. So uh, enjoying a little bit of time at home and then uh, into the summer here. Yeah, we can't wait to have you as part of our team for the upcoming summer of cricket. Uh, you're going to be joining Wakar Yunus, the Pakistani legend, alongside Stuart Clark. So, uh, Glenn, as always, enjoy some downtime and we'll see, you, uh, we'll see you in Melbourne for the Boxing Day test. No worries, sounds good. Look forward to it. Thank you.